Your feet are on the rock. I believe it. I believe it. I love the way that song brings us joy. Uh, it's a song that means something to us in this place. I hope you're blessed by it as much as I am. I just want to dance a little bit. Uh, remembering's important. Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. Memorial days, I think, are to be noted. Uh, sometimes for the sacrifices that have been made both by our Lord and by others for the life that we get to live and the liberties that we have. Sometimes we remember and the result is respect. Uh, the result is joy and responsibility. And sometimes when we remember, the result needs to be repentance. Uh, this Memorial Day especially, I think it's important for us to remember that this is a season of repentance, especially for our city, Tulsa. Uh, because of the massacre that occurred here um, at this time, almost 100 years ago. And uh, I've asked Jeff to come and read something for us. Uh, it's, a, it's a little letter from our bishop that I think is important to kind of set and frame our spirits during this time. And I'm just going to let Jeff read that for you so I won't butcher it. Chris is actually a very good reader, but he's got some eye issues, so... Greetings in the name of the risen Lord. 100 years ago, a massacre occurred in Tulsa, which destroyed one of the most prosperous African-American neighborhoods in America. The Greenwood District, or Black Wall Street, as it's commonly called, was decimated by a white mob, not deterred by law enforcement. Over 300 residents of Greenwood were killed, many buried in unmarked graves, and many more were arrested for committing no crimes. Thousands were left homeless, and a neighborhood was ransacked, leaving behind millions in property damage. After that, the story of this event was almost forgotten. During this time, there were two branches of Methodism in Tulsa, the Methodist Episcopal Church and the Methodist Episcopal Church South that would eventually become part of the United Methodist Church. Other branches of Methodism were active in the community, including the Vernon African Methodist Episcopal Church, which is the only edifice to survive the massacre. Both downtown churches, Boston Avenue and First, were utilized as makeshift hospitals for the injured. At the same time, church leaders in many of the Methodist-affiliated churches preached sermons blaming the victims of the massacre for inciting it. After Tigert Memorial Methodist Episcopal Church, South, moved to new location, their former building was sold and the site became the corporate front for the Ku Klux Klan. It's important that we recognize our own explicit and implicit actions in perpetrating and responding to this horrific event. As we observe the centennial of the Tulsa Race Massacre, United Methodists across the state of Oklahoma stand with the people of Tulsa as we look forward to a more inclusive future, even as we look back at this moment in time. In the words of John Hope Franklin, if the house is to be set in order, one cannot begin with the present. One must begin with the past. For many Oklahomans, this injustice was not a topic studied in school or something known by a majority of our citizens. Until a few years ago, it was one of the least known incidents of racial violence in United States history. As faithful followers of Christ, we must not allow that to be an excuse going forward. 
Before the COVID-19 pandemic, the annual conference had intended to hold an in-person gathering in Tulsa to include worship education tours and a time to repent for our role in the massacre. But we were forced to cancel those plans. In light of that, we invite you to join our conference on Monday in praying the historic prayer of confession that we use when approaching the Lord's table. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors. And we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. This year's annual conference offering will be used in the Tulsa area as we plant two new multi-ethnic faith communities as well as assist in efforts to commemorate this horrific event. As we remember the 300 lives lost in a community decimated 100 years ago, let us commit today to ending the complicity of silence about this massacre and all acts of racism. Let us commit to bringing God's healing to those who have been damaged by the wrongs of the past and present, and present sin of racism. And as Christ has commanded, let us love God with all our hearts, all our souls, and all our minds, and our neighbors as ourselves, all our neighbors. May God continue to remind us of our past while pointing us together toward a brighter, more inclusive, uh, and God-fearing future. Bishop Jimmy Nunn on behalf of the annual conference leaders. So today we remember, we remember the sacrifices of those who have paid the greatest price laying down their lives for others. We respect that, we honor that, we salute that. May it ennoble our souls. We also remember times of repentance. And interestingly enough, this meal is about both of those things. Asking Christ to build within us the very best of himself. And also remembering that we fall short, that week by week, year by year, century by century, there are still things for us to repent of in order to fully honor him. So this Memorial Day, we invite you to this table, a table of grace, a table of repentance, a table of new life. Lord Jesus, we thank you that on the night that you gave yourself up for us, you took bread. You broke the bread and gave it to your disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, you took the cup. And you gave thanks to the Father, and you gave it to your disciples, saying, Take and drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, in remembrance of these things, we come to you this day, praying that you would give us a new day, a new day of true brotherhood, no matter what the tone or shade of our skin, that you would raise us up to be your children, that we'd treat one another as family because you are our Father. We repent, Lord, of all the ways in which we fall short, all the ways your children break your heart. 
And we pray we'd be a part of that new day where you live within us with greater strength than ever. Send your revival. Send your mended and repenting hearts on the same path. We ask it in the name of your son who gave his self for us and who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever.